back to Libations and Legends. I'm Bob. And I'm Jen. And we're back for another fun-filled episode here in Studio 2. Okay. Studio 2. Alrighty. Studio number one. You can only pee in that one. This one, you can pee and poop. This one's the shit, yo. <laughs> it's, the, it's the poo. No, but we, we have to apologize <coughs> for last week. Pardon me. We uh, had a, I had a um, trip to immediate care because of an infection in my leg. So that kind of threw us off for the whole day. And It was horrible. It was a touch and go. The real hero of the story, it was me. Spent all day waiting for my woman, my you, lady you love. You have to wait a long time. In the hot sun. Yeah. Nary a beverage to be seen. You kind of drove down to Walmart. Though. No, I had to be there for my lady love. It was important for me. Hey, Jen, what you drinking? I am drinking a Michonne margarita out of my Walking Dead glass. And I'm having a delicious Rick Grimes margarita out of my Rick Grimes glass. Is that how he talks? Yes. Okay. Just wondering. Well, it's because he's he's actually English. He is very British. Is he British? Is um, he Cockney British or is he proper British? So just so we nailed it here. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Uh, thank you to the people at Espalone for not Ooh, sponsoring yes. us. Your tequila is fine and wonderful to yes. go with the margarita mix in a can. It was good. Zigzag, zigzag. Zigzag. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's tasty. It's good. I'm picking pieces of uh, margarita salt. salt. Margarita salt out of my beard. I barely see it because, well, you know, all the white hair. Well, yeah, you got that going for you. So, um. Spun the wheel. Before we start. Oh, before we start. Okay, sorry. No, I mean, I, I think that uh, we all know that there's a lot of really big things going on in the country right now. And um, here's what I want to say. We are today, as always, human beings. Um, we try to live our lives that way and, and be fair to everyone. Um, so hopefully this world is, is trending in the right direction here and, and more people oh. can kind of have a, a, a better point of view and a more kind it's nature. So, it's so disheartening. But, go on somewhere. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. We are not politics. We are not world events right now. We are dumb fun. And darn it, that's what we're going to be for you yeah, today. Yeah, we're going to be crazy stupid today because in the middle of all of this stuff that's going on in the world... Sometimes you need just a break. Some humor, good story, just something to kind of take your mind off of it for a while. And lively entertainment. Look how lively, lively we are. Woo, the dogs, they're like. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, wait, no, wait, like bam, bam, bam. licking her paws. <coughs> Peanuts freaking out because we've had thunderstorms. Pardon me. So. You go first. I'm leading off. Are you, sp- are you going to tell them what we got when we spun the wheel? We spun the wheel. 
and I got aliens, and then I made an executive decision, and I pivoted. Okay. Pivot. Pivot. To an urban legend. And I've got lore. And you got lore. So, yeah. Yeah. Six of one, half a dozen, and another, they're pretty much the same thing. Except mine is awesome. Mine is more awesomer. Oh, all right, we'll see. So, folks, uh, welcome to uh, my story. I'm going to be talking, and apparently this is actually a fairly well-known story that I had never heard of. Okay. However, it started in 1944 in Mattoon, Illinois. Mattoon. Mattoon. Two T's, two O's. Mattoon. Sounds stinky. Oh, yeah, it does sound stinky. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So... Was it mass hysteria or a crazy scientist? Was it pollution? I wouldn't put anything past the government. Could be pollution. Nope, it was the government. Or aliens. Conspiracy theory. They're all out to get us. So, this is a small farming community. Mm-hmm. Even more ripe for conspiracy theory. Where all this happened, it was over the course essentially of like a two-week period in 1944 there was 24 reports of a mad gasser like he had the parts a mad gasser he was really stinky he gassed people with his parts we don't know he's never ever been caught so technically he could still be out there gassing people he could He'd be, be very old. He could be just that guy in the bus. They said, my... It was, uh, what's the Joey Diaz? When he farted in the bus. He changed flavors. <laughs> Changing flavors. He changed flavors. Goddamn Joey Diaz. So, um, how this kind of came about. So, 24 reports over that period of time. Surely not all of them legitimate. Police put, racked quite a few of them up to hysteria, hysteria, hysteria. That's, that's been known surrounding the mm-hmm. mad gasser. So how it kind of started here is the first attack was actually on August 31st, 1944. Now, the, the first attack was not the first one that was actually reported because, you know, sometimes you don't know you've been gassed. Sometimes it's just a fart. Sometimes it's just a fart. You're correct, Bob. Pardon me while I sip my margarita. Um, so, picture yourself on Grant Avenue in Mattoon. Okay, don't, don't have the foggiest, but... I'm... In 1944, and your name is Urban Rafe. Urban Rafe? Rafe. Rafe? Rafe. That's a very peculiar name for 1944. I thought my name would be like Mildred... Perhaps he was a time traveler. Spernowski. I think that would have been your name. Mildred Spernowski? Pretty much. Probably. So he was awakened by a sickly sweet smell of gas. Mm. And it caused him to kind of get weak in the knees and nauseated to the point where he was puking all over the place. Oh, lovely. And then he managed to kind of think, oh my God, you know, we must have a gas leak. Probably. And um, so he yells out to his wife, 
go check, see if there's anything. She can't move. Uh oh. She's paralyzed. She's paralyzed. Uh oh. In bed. Uh oh. Um. So as it happened, they were uh, overcome at that point. However, they kind of recovered and didn't realize what it was. Now, the next morning, there was actually a, um, a woman that, that was affected by the same thing. So apparently this was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Okay. And then, like, 5 or 6 a.m., a woman and her daughter, and her daughter was out of it, had been gassed or whatever it was. They had the smell, like a sickly sweet smell of gas, gas, and they had kind of been stuck there and weren't able to do anything. Didn't report it. They thought maybe they were just sick from something. Was this all on Grant Avenue, or did it, like... (laughs) spread out to other areas. It spread of- out to other areas, like Marshall Street. Oh, Marshall Street. Damn. So, it was Grand Avenue and Marshall Damn. Street. I'm having a... I, I, I kind of maybe have a sense that Grant Avenue and Marshall Street may be close together. They sound like they would be like they, neighborhood they streets. They apparently are. I saw a map. Oh, you... Okay. And it was not an impressive town. Very right. small. Right. But it did have some factories. Okay. So, neither of these were reported right away. Both of them, they, they kind of thought, eh, you know, I don't know what it was. You know, maybe I had to, oven was on, what it was, pilot light. Mm-hmm. They don't know. So they didn't really say anything. However, the next night, now Mrs. Kearney. Not Mrs. Kearney. God, Mrs. Kearney. On Marshall Street. Oh, my God. On Marshall Street. Marshall Road, pardon me. Marshall Road. So we're in the same vicinity. Same vicinity. Okay. Now, Mrs. Kearney was home alone because Mr. Kearney was at work. He was a taxi cab driver, I think. And I don't know if it was like in a small town. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe he drove to like another town. Maybe there's a bigger town. That's possible. Really, Peanut? Um, Now, Mrs. Kearney, around 11 p.m., smelled a flowery smell. Kind of wrote it off as... Her window was open a little bit, and maybe it was like the her flowers. Mm-hmm. And, it was August, right? End of August. Yeah, it was the okay. end of August, uh, September. Of September. Yeah. All right. So she got scared though when she started feeling paralyzed, not able to move real well, and sick. Now she was able to actually call the police. Okay. And the police came out and they checked everything out. Apparently in a fairly quick order because they were out of there about an hour and a half later. They said that Mrs. McCurney, you know how she is. Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Kearney. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. So, the the police found nothing. Bats in her belfry. Okay, so they found nothing. Mr. Kearney. Bert. Bert? Bert Kearney? Bert Kearney. What a great name. He got home from work around 1230. And he found somebody lurking. A lurker. A lurker. Now, he didn't know any of this. They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have anything like that. So, he kind of pulls up to his house and he sees a tall, uh, thin, darkly dressed man, I guess, with a... Do you notice it's always a tall, thinly dressed 
like darkly dressed man. It's never That's like cause... a tall, fat. Well, you know why? Because fat darkly... people don't run away quick. That, that is true. What I... are you gonna do? Get away? We, I'm so fucked if something like, happens. Like if I lurk outside of somebody's window, there's like a, a two inch indention in the uh, in the the the, the ground. Not not that bad. I'm not like Bigfoot, although I have big feet. Mm-hmm. Ladies. Hey, you're married. Yeah, ladies. So women, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> so, Bert Kearney, Bert and Kearney gave chase, but he couldn't catch the tall man. Because he was tall. See? Because he was slim. He was slim, but I imagine Bert was probably portly. Or had dad Maybe. bod. Although back then, was anybody fat? Yeah, some people were fat, but I think the majority. They had to of wear suits were... everywhere. Fat people get uncomfortable when they're in. He suits. was a taxi driver. He could have been a little portly because he had a he like... set in a job. You know, he just kind of drove drove people around. You see Tommy Boy? Yes. In this coat. So. Fat guy in a little fat guy. So, now this wasn't the only. So they reported all of this, and then everybody else started kind of coming forward with what they had been seeing. And, and literally, like, 24 people had seen this. Now, they their reports went from, I mean, there was uh, Mrs. Charles Ryder on Prairie Ave. We all know about her. Oh, apparently it's Avenues. I'm sorry. So on Prairie Avenue, uh, there's Mrs. Beulah Cordes. Beulah. Beulah. There's a name you don't hear anymore. She became ill after smelling a cloth. So she came home and she's like, ooh, somebody's been gassing people. And apparently it was like an industrial gasser thing. Like, mm-hmm. like kind of like... Like uh, what's his name on uh, Nosferatu and his Nosferatu. little gas machine? Yep. What, what's that guy's name? I can't remember. It's going like, to drive me nuts. Yeah. So, he's squirting around. So, she gets home and she's like, oh, look, there's a towel on the ground. Let me sniff it. Let me pick it up and sniff it. Who picks it up? Well, I would do the same damn thing. She sniffed it in the middle. That's like in a pandemic. And somebody throws their mask on the ground. And you go, eh, let me use that. Yeah, wow. I'll get that. Well, has I mean, did it had it been going going around that there was a mad gasser yeah. on the loose? Yeah, this is like three okay, days. Okay, well then that's just that was like four days smelled. later. That's just stupid if she picked it up and smelled it. You know the news works a little slower, right? But that was like that was four days later. So this okay. was on the, the fifth, September fifth. So she, so Beulah should have known better. Beulah should have known. She's on. You know why though? Because she's on North Twenty First Street. So she's on the north side. You know what? Everybody, and I'm not saying this to be mean, but I have known, known bleh, I've known some people named Eula, and they have not been the uh, brightest crayon in the box. Sharpest knife in the drawer. Anybody the wheel's spinning, but the hamster's dead. You anybody that's saying? less than 80? Yeah. Exactly. No. This, no, I knew somebody that was named Eula that was younger than me. Yep. Or maybe if not, just a little bit older. Huh. So Beulah okay. got, got sick after smelling it. And then, like, apparently her husband smelled it, too. Because <laughs> she said, smelled it! <laughs> Does it smell funny I, to you? That's what I would do. I'd be like, ooh, that's bad. Here, Here smell, smell it. it. <laughs> Everybody does that. You know, when you fart, it's bad. Like, ooh, God, you smell that? It's bad. It's bad. I, I can't wait. Can't wait for my uh, sickly sweet smell of my 
ass to get over there to you. Exactly. So no, then, but the police came and tested it, tested the towel. <laughs> and I'm imagining Barney Fife. Barney Fife like came up and was like, ah, "Seems it. okay." Yeah. <laughs> and then and everybody passes out. And, and everybody no, he, he didn't find anything on it. They and then they sent it to the lab and actually got testing on it, and they didn't find anything. So that's when it started going around. They started supposing, like, like what is this? Is this right. somebody else? Or is everybody crazy in the town of? Is this or right or whatever it is? So, and then it got to. Well, here I'm, I'm sorry. I'll go down through. There was a couple of others. So, Mrs. Burrell saw it on Thirteenth Street. Mm -mm, not Mrs. Burrell. Mrs. Jenkin Junkin on Richmond Ave. Now, was her name Jenkin Junkin or just Laura Junkin? Laura. Ardell Spangle. Oh, what a great name! Over on North Fifteenth. Ardell Spangle, I like that name. Mr. Fred Goebel. Oh, was he uh, part of the Nazi party? Now he didn't oh, actually sorry. smell the gas. Oh. Goebbels. So what was he reporting? Goebbels. He. That's it. Saw the Prowler. It was after World War II. Goebbels saw the Prowler. It was after World War II, and the Nazis had invested this little town, and they were still carrying out their experiments. Wasn't that on a TV show? Yes. That yes. one on uh, crime. Crime. Okay, so he saw a. a <laughs> okay. Are you ready to let me go? Yeah, go or? ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> so we got uh, a prowler who was supposedly, uh -huh. you know, because it could have just been a regular prowler <laughs> instead of a gas prowler. Mrs. Hendershot. That's just made up. These are some old-timey names. I love them. That is just Glenda Hendershot. I love it. Actually, they could be your stripper name. <laughs> Hi, I'm Glenda Hendershot. Boobies. <laughs> She's on South 14th Street, or was. Mr. Daniel Spone on 19th Street. Mrs. Cordy Taylor on Charleston Avenue. Miss Frances Smith and Miss Maxine Smith. You know that's sisters. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like, They're the old spinsters of the town. On Moultrie. Have like, on what street? The Moultrie Avenue. That yeah. is so, I have such a vision in the my head. The sisters in uh, The Simpsons. Two old ladies, yes. But no, like two old ladies that have like 10 cats, hate little kids, never been married. Well, here's, there sounds really legit. They saw blue vapor and heard a motorized buzzing sound. From the gassing machinery. Ooh. I think that somebody's a uh, vibrator. It was 1944. Do you really think that? I saw a movie about it. I saw a movie about that. They used to, vibrators. Well, no, they used corn and a bicycle. Yeah, but and, no, would you stop it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> then there's Mr. Driscoll. Sorry. Mrs. Genevieve Haskell Grayson. Oh, my goodness. She must live in the fancy house. Wayne Haskell, Eddie Haskell, no, no, Eddie Haskell, Mrs. Russell Bailey, Miss Catherine Tuzo in Westwood. All of them at one time must have been having a party and got gassed. Okay. This sounds like some men in black shit. This is the government. Unnamed people, people that refuse to be named. Hence, unnamed people. 
Mrs. <laughs> now, Miss Frances Smith and Miss Maxine Smith oh. got attacked a couple of times. Uh-oh. They got gassed. They, I'm sure they did. Three times. Three times. Thrice. I think they got they, gassed thrice. Thrice. I'm pretty sure that they are like, oh, come gas me. So the whole thing got solved. The neighborhood biddies is what that is. The police were like, this is baffling. But there's nothing going on. We don't think that there's anything going on. But it yeah. is really baffling. Thinking y'all crazy. They're like, you know, are these just imagined? And they thought, well, they think that a few of the reports that were early on were probably legitimate. The rest of them, they feel that they weren't they just legitimate. Want attention. They wanted attention, like Maxine and. Well, you know, this Maxine. town's small. There probably is not a lot of goings on happening there. So when something. Maxine and Laxine. Maxine. When something kind of, you know, jumps off there. Yeah. Wanting in on it. Then. This is unsolved. It sits unsolved for a little while, and the police are still working on it. They actually worked up. There was a, a, a scientist that was in the area that was a little creepy, and they thought maybe he was working putting together for the government. He was putting together something, and they thought maybe it was like uh, uh, um, from the sewers, oh, like sewer gas, yeah, like sewer gas, yeah, yeah like a gas. Some I don't know why of, it would be sweet. You know. I'm thinking it well, was a meth lab. Like, <laughs> meth lab in the '40s. It was a sticky, it could sticky be like sweet. like a sewer gas, some kind of, you know, combination of somebody washing something down in the sewers and not, it's not combining, or it combined with something else to make, make this noxious gas. Police solved it. Oh, they did solve it? There was a plant. Oh, okay. In town. Oh. That was, uh, did something with ammunition. It was metalwork. They said that that was there, that, that it was from that. That's where it originated. That's what they said. That's their story and their stick. Now to here's it. the problem. I say men in black government conspiracy cover up. This company kind of fought back on this mm -hmm. and said, "Listen, you know, it's not us. How how would it be us when our people aren't sick?" Good point. We were just inspected six months ago. Mm -hmm. Everything was fine. Yeah, but you know, back then they dumped all kinds of shit in the water. They did. I'm sure that the rules were Sewers. There was no EPA back then. Honestly, it seems like it was a creeper that was going around. But like, it doesn't sound like anybody got raped. Did I bring up rape? I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't mean to get rapey. Come on. Nobody died. Nobody died. Nobody, Nobody was got seriously injured, it sounds like. But they got gassed. But they got gassed. And just think about that. Next time you feel or smell, you're laying in bed, mm -hmm. that sickly sweet smell, maybe mm -hmm. it's not me. I don't know what you're I talking about. We're not telling tales here. So much. Jen farts all the time. I don't fart all the time. You do. You fart in your sleep so much. I fart, and I will admit. Hers are the most dangerous farts. They are. They're, they're, they can be deadly. I will not deny it. But you fart a lot. All right, on that note, <laughs> we'll be right back.
again. Katie's back. No, Bob and Jen are back. Oh, tell Bob and Jen are back. Tell a friend. Tell your friends. You did that last Oh, did we again? Yeah. You know what? I do the same things over and over again. Yeah. You gotta check me. Yeah. And I will have to apologize. I'm a little loopy. She's feeling the low blood sugar. I'm feeling the margarita because I haven't eaten anything since like 12 or something. And it is now 5 o'clock. Yeah. Like Got the low blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't drink it. So, okay, enough of our. Let's get done with your drinking pity party. Hold on. My mic is slipping. There we go. Alright, so. Now I had lore. Lore. Okay, so I found. You know, there's so many, you know, lore, folk tales, they kind of all run into the same kind of category in my so I was doing some research and I found I, I read a lot of different articles and things like that and I found this one about a creature called the Taliapo Taliapo and the reason I like this it comes from Appalachia do you have a tail? Shh. oh so this you know, I like the story comes from the um, from the Appalachia, which is kind of like where you know our fam- my family's from, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. And so, this creature is a creature of North America. Um, it's also known as the Talia bone and um, Tally, 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 T A L L I, Tally, Tally Wacker. So, and he's got some other names, but that's is he they all pretty much sound. Tallywagger. So it's all it, it, his names. They all kind of the deliberate the. Deliberate. I can't say it. The Derivate. different names. Derivation. There you go. Of the names, all pretty much sound the same. Okay. So. Okay. The um, the the Taliapo or Taliapo. Why don't we just call him Tally? Um, well, because I can't, because it plays into the story. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, the Taliapo is usually described to be the size of a dog. He is said to have either red or green um, eyes, uh, pointy ears, a long tail, and tufted ears like a bobcat. Sounds so pretty. And is black or brown, and only comes out at night. It also has sharp claws that it uses to attack. Do you know what else comes out at night? The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. What, what, what? The freaks come out at night. What was that song? It's still the jam. Um, Blinky Bugs. Oh, yeah, they come out at night, too. Come on, man. Taking it back to Houdini. Why are you going it back? Going Why Why are you going it back that way, Jen? Because that's what I think of when you say, you know, it comes out at night. I think of Houdini's. The freaks come out at night. What, what, what? Dog fight. Uh-oh. Were they fighting over a toy? A bone? Yeah, that's a bone. Oh, a toy. It's a bone. Oh, it's a bone, yeah. Still, it'll be nice. Okay, so. The tale of the Taliapo begins during a very harsh time of year. They don't specify if it's winter or autumn. They just said that it's a very tough time of year. There's not a lot of food, not a lot of uh, And there's a lack of game for hunting. Okay. Yeah, probably winter. 
So an old man has, and his three dogs are kind of it's like a hermity little dog, up in the mountains by himself. And one night, the old man is out hunting and shoots a small hare that he shares with his dogs. Okay. So then he's still hungry, you know, because a rabbit's not a lot of food for you and three dogs. Yeah, no, not at all. So he discovers this bizarre shape with bright eyes and a long tail. So the man shoots it and severs its tail. The creature runs off screaming into the darkness, and the man takes its tail back and makes a stew out of it. I don't know. Like Would a... you like get it like a? Here's the thing. Okay. Do you make mystery meat stew? If you are hungry enough, yes. So you shoot the tail off of an unidentified animal. I guess you could figure. Probably could have thought safe. of like a possum, maybe, or something. Yeah, know. who wants to eat a possum tail? Possums when you're are horrible. Hung- when you are hungry. Horrible little animals. Horrible. No, they're not. Everyone I've ever met was a jerk. Possums are good for the environment. They eat ticks. You know, Jen, there's more to life They're also than just eating ticks. They're also a lot of different venoms. That's good for them. Possums are good for the So here's a note, people. Don't speak if you're trying to kill, possums. If you're trying to kill a possum, use a gun. Don't use venom. So, okay, so this creature runs off screaming into the night, he takes back, makes the stew out of his tail. What kind of scream? I don't know. I'm not a tailyfoe. Ah! Help me! I'm thinking it's My something tail. a little bit more fierce. A little bit ah! More. I would think it's something more of like the line of like a banshee whale scream type okay. thing. I'm just trying to get this set. You're trying to get the feel? I want to I wanna know. I mean, because it's, it's a really stark difference if he's like, OW! You shot my tail! And runs away. So, here we go. As the man is falling asleep, he hears a rustling and a clawing, which wakes him up. Oh, damn. This is a tail. Sitting up, the man sees the gleaming eyes of the teleopo lurking at him. Hey, man. I'm sorry, leering at him. Hey, man, why'd you shoot my tail? I could be. He doesn't talk. He's not like a forest gnome. It would be so much better if he did. Come he doesn't on. Speak. The language of this. Okay, people. I guess he does because he asked for his tail. So, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, God. Okay, yeah. So he sees the uh, Taliopo's eyes <laughs> leering at him from the foot of his bed. The creature hisses at him and demands the return of his <laughs> Taliopo. My Taliopo bag. Exactly. Is that like $2? Yeah, what, $2? So He's like forever after the guy. Forever, <laughs> yes. $2. So terrified. Taliopo! The man calls for his dogs, which chase the creature back into the with the creature chased back into the woods, only two of the man's dogs return. Oh, one shit. Missing. So the man tries to fall asleep, but the Taliopo returns, demanding more forcefully for its tail. I would really like my tail back, sir. I'm oh, sorry. So again, the man sticks his dogs on the creature. And again, one of the dogs goes missing. Oh, 
now he's down to one dog. This is like the monkey's jumping on the bed. So yeah. So, uh, unable to sleep, the man clutches his gun and waits for dawn. The Taliapo appears for a third time, and once again the man orders the dog to attack him. Taliapo! Predictably, the dog chases the creature away and doesn't return. The man is now left with no real protection. He cowers under his bedsheets, praying for dawn. Hours before daybreak, the man hears the familiar rustling sound, hoping it's one of his dogs. Unfortunately, the man is leapt upon by the Taliapo and is disarmed by the creature. Wait a minute. Taliapo got left arms now? Is he like Lieutenant Dan? Well, he had like legs or something because they said he had claws to attack. What do you think he was like scooting So he regenerated completely? He just shot off his tail. So is he? So Are is he seeing the tailless? Is he seeing the tailless, Taliapo? Yes. That's why he keeps asking for Taliapo. Taliapo. Are you paying attention? So okay. We got margarita in me. I do too, but I'm still reading my story. All right, fine. Okay. So the beast is now eye to eye with the man and demands the return of his Taliapo. Taliapo. So most commonly the story, the man is described as being played beyond recognition by the Taliapo. Oh, shit. Taliapo got uh, fucked sharp up. talons. Fucked him up. <laughs> Perhaps so, it was a wolverine. Could have been. In less violent versions of the story, he's simply said to attack the man with such force that when the sun rises, all that remains of the cabin is the chimney. That still sounds pretty violent. Oh, that's violent as shit. Yeah. So either way, the Taliapo has gotten its revenge. And it is said that during the boat on the darkest of nights, the creature can be heard whispering where it's Taliapo. Taliapo. Make him sound like <laughs> 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 That is my that is my lore story. He sounds terrifying. He does sound terrifying. With his claws. Maybe he's a wolverine. Maybe he's a badger. Talking wolverine. No, badgers don't have long tails. Wolverines don't have long tails. Maybe this one did. It has to be a particularly long tail to be a Maybe it wasn't even his tail. And to be like, eat, you know, when you eat it. Maybe it was the name name of his best friend. Must be a pretty hardy tail. If it was the name of his best friend that he carried around on his back. Maybe it, it wasn't even like, a tail that got eaten. Maybe he came back and he was like, yo, where's my bro, Taliapo? <laughs> I think you're reaching now. You, ate, like my, you ate my best friend. You're like so way out there. He wants his tail back. He wants it back so bad. He like, Why didn't he just grow it back if he got the power to... Up. Because it's all about the revenge, Bob. I imagine him sitting... Vengeance! In, I imagine him sitting in the corner of the uh, cabin, picking his nails... Like, that's the rustling noise. It's not, you don't make a rustling noise. Bill? Bill? Nails. Bill? Where's my Taliapo? Taliapo! So, anyway, that's my story of Taliapo. Stick to it. Um, I didn't make it up. And that's it for us. Appalachian lore. For this week. Can I just have to say on a note? watching all of Shit's Creek.
and chilling. You, I was a yes, brick wall. You, no, you were not. You are so not a brick wall. So, I'm out of margarita. I have been out of margarita. So, we're going to let you go because we need to get some solid food in us. Yes, I do. Peace out, homies. Hey, everybody. We will catch you next week on the flip-flop. Let's